0: I don't know if there's any interest, but if you would like to take about 10 or 15 minutes to discuss this announcement that the IMF is going to auction gold in the world market in April and May, I, I could uh, make the time available if, if there is interest. Yes, I have. All right. Well, let's do it right away. I, I'm sorry I have trouble with connecting to the internet. I have a laptop, but uh, yesterday I could connect it and this morning I couldn't. So my information is rather incomplete. So could somebody state what actually happened and what the announcement? Said and uh, how the market reacted to it because that was yesterday or
1: the day before. It was it was over the weekend
2: and and well, but
1: all I know is this and and um, what I heard was that the G7 which is meeting in Tokyo right now right now asked the I or suggested I mean the G7 is the G7 the IMF is the IMF all right From the last time for example when. Uh, the U.K. Uh, sold that stash of gold 350 tons or 400 tons <laughs> at the very <laughs> Gordon Brown had asked the IMF the week before to sell us gold, and they didn't. All right. But this time we have the whole body asking the IMF to sell its gold. And um, I didn't know in what amounts, I had no idea that they were going to do it by auction in April, May, so it's obviously more you know, developed than, I had, than the information I heard. So that's all I know.
2: Uh, two things I've heard: one is that the U.S. Congress has to approve any sale of gold by the IMF; they have certain power over this. And the other thing I heard which is interesting: they don't actually have any gold; it was pledged. The countries that set up sure. the IMF pledged damn gold, and they have the right to use it, but whether they actually have it in storage is not known. So there's two aspects, and the, I would suspect the odds are the U.S. Congress will not approve the sale.
1: Uh, on, on that issue, um, Rudy, um, in, in, when the U.S. went off to uh, cut the, door, the window to gold you know, in the early 70s, um, they were afraid that the price of gold then would start going up because we had paper. And so the IMF actually did sell. Uh, in 1975, they announced they were going to sell 2 million ounces into the market to cap the price. Well, it, happened, it also coincided with the inflation that was going on. And the two million ounces got sucked up and just disappeared as gold went for, I think, 70 to $850. So they can't sell gold. They've
3: done it. Yeah, uh, the point is a good one is that how much gold does the IMF really have is the old Fort Knox question. I don't think there's very much gold, if any, in Fort Knox. So I mean, this is a continual, shallow game of trying to convince us that gold isn't worth anything. And I don't think that... No, IMF has been raised before how much gold any gold do they have? And Uh,
0: That's uh, actually a new story and an old story as well, what Rudy just said, because a couple of years ago uh, they tried to sell IMF gold uh, with the very idiotic explanation that they want to raise money to help the poor. (laughs) and at that time the U.S. Congress uh, didn't give it this approval if it had it, it would have been done at that time but it, now in the meantime of course the uh, uh... majority passed from the republicans to the democrats in the uh, congress so it's a question whether this time the U.S. Congress would give such a okay to the plan and let's assume for the sake of argument that it would Uh, the democratic majority could be pushed around more than the republican for whatever reason so they go ahead with the sale Uh, how do you feel what effect this would have on the market that's one question the other question did the gold market on Monday and Tuesday, that is yesterday, did it react in any conspicuous way to this?
1: No. In fact, it rose initially on Monday and then there was a pullback and they,
0: you know, they
3: keep reading these things for the time. Yeah, which is... they, the notification is
1: what they're, they try to create impact. Uh-huh. Well, G, the, G7 the G7 put? It? Yeah. 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 Um, whether, you know, whether anything yeah. is sold is another
0: issue. Now, I, I would assume that if it was in the news that the US Congress has given it's okay, then the market would react. I would find it natural that the market would come down to please the IMF that they have less trouble getting rid of. (laughs) And uh, my own feeling is that it would be all over very quickly because once they sold their quota, the market price would be back and possibly even higher. But let's listen to whatever opinion you could.
1: Yeah, I read, I read that it would be central banks. I, uh, think, I think it was referring to the sale. It would be central banks around the world that would be lined up in advance, and uh, that none of the gold would ever hit the public market. No. We just we it by central banks in the world over trying to do it, which are never trying to do that
0: now. Yeah, is China, China a member of the IMF? Uh, no, I don't think no, so. But, but they're certainly number not a member of the G7. G7. Oh, they they, they are. They are are not a member of the GCC. But Russia Russia? is, is, I understand, a member of the IMF. Hmm. So it would be interesting to watch what Russia is doing because, on the one hand, they could try to snap up as much of that disbursed gold as possible. On the other, uh, if. Uh, there are some bureaucrats making the decision they might say let's oppose it because it might damage the gold price for one I don't think for a moment that it would damage of course the short-term holders might feel uh... uh... handicapped but those who hold gold uh, on the long term they they just laugh through this. This is a charade. This is a, a, a complete farce. Complete farce. You know, because they make their own uh, uh, books weaker. I mean, the central banks have assets and liabilities. The important thing is the liability, the banknotes and the credit which they issue. Uh, and the uh, uh, right now, the assets of the world's central banks, G7 and all the others included, very badly damaged because of what happened to the dollar. I mean, you couldn't make a worse possible moment for a central bank to sell gold when they suffered losses on their holdings of U.S. Treasury bonds it's just insane, completely insane, Uh, but of course they don't care and they don't even admit that they have suffered losses. Now, anybody who knows about bookkeeping, how on earth can a central bank, whether it's France or Germany or Italy or South America, how could they? cover up the losses which they have recently suffered on account of the dollar of the fall of the dollar is it that they carry their books in dollar US dollar terms so the loss won't show but I don't think the European central banks do that, they carry their books in terms of euro and the dollar has lost
1: uh, I think there's a periodic mark-to-market. Because uh-huh. I mean, you're not adjusting your books daily there's some. I don't know if that's a rule, but I, that, that's a practice. Yeah. Uh,
3: how, how open are the central banks yes, anywhere the balance sheet anyway? It's like the U.S. government. I mean, there's $3 trillion missing in the U.S. government statements. They've never been able to balance for books in America. Why do the central banks need to be in organizations? I mean, Ron Paul says, we know more about what the CIA is doing than what the Federal Reserve banks are doing. I mean, that's a quote that's a from Congress.
2: Uh, I've heard uh, I don't know uh, I would uh, uh, say a rumor about one possible connection to that. The, the central banks lease out gold. And of course this gold has disappeared. And this may be an opportunity for them to recover the gold source and replace that which is missing all right the you know the, the speculation, speculation about well is it, is it, is
1: it, is it is far too, too much, much. It, it, it's huge the it, it, it's right it's huge it's 50% of the of the uh, state, state of reserves of the bank and um, uh, you know, again, getting back to the thing when I said China is not a part of IMF, I'm not sure about whether or not it's a part of I M F. But the point I want to address here is the intent. Why would the G7 at this time, as, as they're really trying to, <laughs> to hold together the world, they, they're worried. The boys, they're worried. They're in Tokyo and they're not eating as well as they did last year. They're worried. They're there, and and they know more than we do. Um, that's, That's not, not the face they, they tell us, or what they tell the world, about how fragile the situation, situation is. is. They're very worried. And, and so they immediately they go to Tokyo, and then they announce, they're going to sell gold. I mean, they didn't even say they're going to help the world support this time. They're just going to announce they're going to sell gold. All right? The The, in my opinion, it, it, looking at it it shows how close we are getting to the resolution of the end game the, the one that, that everybody says something's going to happen it, it, it can't keep going we're reaching an end game where are the markers on this end game okay um, in the fall as gold made a rather spectacular move up, up, upwards the Swiss bank <coughs> sold 22 tons the Swiss bank central bank sold 22 tons of gold into the market. <coughs> Enormous spike. All right? Now, imagine, just imagine what the price of gold would have been had not the Swiss sold that gold into the market. Now, now where's the rest of it going to come from? The market just absorbed it, gulped it, and moved up in the high, high 920s again. And
0: they saw this. That was amazing. Because uh, the speculation was that the Swiss sale would push down the price. And just the opposite happened. This is, as you say, uh, proof that it 's late, very late in the day, very late, they are tr- trying desperately to do uh, something, and uh, they, they, these are old tricks they are worn off they, I mean the Bank of England made itself the laughing stock of the world when they sold half of their yeah, reserves you know, uh, and uh, and even the kindergarten. Uh, pupils know that this is not the way. You don't drum up. If you want to sell, you do it quietly. Because it's obvious that if you make too much publicity, then the price is going to work against you. Just amazing.
1: Yes? This is a little bit off topic, but when you're talking about how the central banks what currency they keep their books in, did I read in one of your essays uh, that the INF Books gold no, that that wasn't the IMF.
0: It was the BIS, oh, the, the Bank, Bank of for BIS. International Settlements. But this information comes uh, from the time before the U.S. joined the BIS, <clears throat> and the U.S. joined the BIS n- uh, not too many years ago. Uh, you see, the U.S. C- uh, considered that there was a rivalry between the IMF and the BIS. And the BIS uh, asserted itself that, you know, they are independent, they are not going to politicize. It's a bank and they have to have uh, reserves and assets and liabilities all that. And then, through arm-twisting, I even know that uh, it was Paul Walker The former uh, uh, chairman of the Federal Reserve, uh, predecessor of Alan Greenspan, he went to Switzerland and talked to the BIS leaders, and and there was a bargain. They never disclosed the details, except that the U.S. decided to join. How badly the BIS wanted that, I don't know. But uh... There, there was a bargain, and we don't know the details. But it could be that at that time they discontinued that practice. I don't have the up-to-date information. whether the BIS still carries its books in terms of uh, the unit is the gold, the Swiss franc, but the gold uh, that's before. The Swiss franc was devalued in 1936 uh, about the same proportion as the US dollar was devalued in 1933-34 and so the BIS kept the old gold parity of the Swiss franc, the pre-devaluation and that's what was the case even ten years ago, and then in the meantime, that important uh, uh, development happened, and whether this was quite. I think this information is in is in the public domain, but I I don't know for sure what what the situation is with the BIS. I very the theme of
3: what, what Rudy said and uh, but there's a huge short position in gold right now. And I mean there's a whole challenge with commercial signal failure coming and I don't think it's a coincidence this announcement was made before the option dates came up for expiry. And I suspect that there's a hope here because these guys have been trying to cover and you can see that price hasn't really been helping them cover. I mean they covered about 20,000 contracts off of 500,000. So I suspect that there's also an element here where they're trying to Supple hope that it. they could suppress Supple the price and let the everybody who's helping them, their agents, try to cover off this huge position. Because if they can't cover it off, you, know, you could end up in a huge spike in the price. Mm. If they had to cover the, you know, these prices. Mm.
1: A, week ago, a week and a half it. ago, um, over a weekend, uh, when gold, gold moved down, because yeah, it's very volatile these days. When gold moved from the uh, 920s and started dipping down to the below nine, and you know, like, like sort of took a hit, and no one knew why. You, you never know why, you know. You spent, but it did take a hit. And uh, there's a, a friend of uh, of, of ours, uh, Antal, met him, this fall. He's a he's a major player. It has been a major. He ran a hedge fund and is a bond trader, and he's very well connected and uh, i got an email from him late at night saying have you heard the rumors of several hundred tons coming out of the market and, and i go what that's huge that's, I mean, that's huge okay I mean, no, it's, you know the, it's it's huge, I mean, huge all right i Swiss mean, central bank only dumped 22 tons. tons okay and, and I, knew I knew there, there was like, like a push that had happened to the market, market. It's just you yeah, know it does that these days anyway all right, and, and so, so I thought, well, maybe that's the reason why. So I started going, well, I went to, you know, the source, source of our conspiracy, conspiracy people, the Gap people. They would go. Know, I went over they here. They would go. Nothing. But, but it, it took a hit, and it sort of pulled back, you know, dropped another, another 10, and just started, started coming back, back up again. <laughs> again. So I had a conversation with, with this <laughs> friend of ours about, about it, you know. And he's <laughs> not a gold guy. He now, now is. He's uh, moved uh, in uh, a significant portion of his uh, money, his assets, the gold. But... He, uh, he, we were watching it and, I, and, and and we came to the same conclusion that, and he, he said he, that if this amount of gold had, or a like amount had come, a large amount had come onto the market and the market had taken a like 30% pullback and then stayed and came back he said, what it showed was that the bid at market was so strong that if forces moved into it, it just absorbed it Took back, took back, took, but just let it come back and went back with it, but kept buying into it. It didn't give way, it bought as it fell back because it was trying to take advantage of a lower price until <laughs> another thing came in. There's a lot of movement out there that mm-hmm. we can't see. Uh, another
0: question uh, somewhat related. I mean, you read about this on the internet and elsewhere, but. Russia, China, Argentina, and a few other countries are actually buying gold. Now they don't make a propaganda of it, but uh, it's in the public domain. Is there any official... Source which would confirm that, or this is just rumors that Russia is buying, China is buying, Argentina is buying, and other countries which may have surpluses get rid of their dollar balances and put it in gold. Is there an official confirmation of that, or this is just pure? hearsay rumors I I don't I don't have the answer I'm just mentioning this because it's very interesting that the IMF would make such an announcement if it was a matter of record that Russia is buying China is buying Argentina is buying Venezuela is buying it just would not make sense because these central banks would immediately as you mentioned, would snap, snap yeah. it up. It would never, never reach the market. It would never reach. It, it would just the, inside of the club. They would make the deal, and it's all done. So, so I i don't know. Do you know if there was a well, there,
1: there was a comment, I think an official comment by the Russian uh oh, yeah. comment, saying we wanted to, we yeah. want to increase our weight from five to ten yeah. percent or and, 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 and you do the math and figure out that was a very large amount but you said we'll do it gradually. I think that's but again I don't know, I haven't seen any kind mm. of source I think I've just seen several people pass that quote
0: on. But you see this is too vague. But uh, of course, the rumor mills will start working, and this. You, you say
3: they're
1: inscrutable and, and they're not going to announce that. They may that's true. Right. Right the they they want to they know. They're buying. A, they're they want cheap. to buy the cheap. The big support is, is yeah. our oil dollars, and the Russians and the Chinese. And you said it. And,
3: yeah, uh, had food and there was a picture in the newspaper. This guy out. was at
1: DOS. You know, you were there in Alaska a couple of years ago. Yeah the russia what was his name um, it starts with a b but i forgot yeah, the yeah, name Putin, yeah. oh he's,
0: he's very high up he was an advisor to put in on uh... the dollar on gold and uh, and uh... uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was amazed that they would send they were, him the the signals I, don't I don't think the Russians that was a big enough signal at the No one. they they know that they were quite behind and they want to catch up and they are doing it doing it very quietly they have to and as a matter of fact I would go even further it's not just they step in when there is a weakness in the market they actually engineer those Weaknesses. In other words, they, s- they sell, say, a dozen tons, and then the price gets soft, and they go back and buy two dozen tons at a better price. And nobody knows what was going on. They, you know. That's that kind of thing. I it's uh, it's certainly a possibility, yes.
2: Another thing along these lines, I understand today the largest supplier of mine gold is China. Yeah, I don't think people are aware of it. I think it's South Africa or whatever. China is the largest supplier. How much gold does China export? I bet it's not much, it's like no silver. I, gold no. some well, why, why on earth would China export gold but it can
0: export uh, exactly. ballpoint pens, and uh, all kinds of kinds other things, things. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, they are running a surplus. So they don't need uh, paper money to pay for imports or anything. They uh, have the opposite problem. They want to invest their paper money into something more solid. So China is buying up its own production of gold, plus as much from the world market as they can. Amazing. All right. Uh, I think uh, this was an interesting exchange of ideas. If there's any development while we are together, we may uh, return to this topic. So uh, we continue our discussion of the real Bill's doctrine, and uh, I have a little gap here to fill. We have never mentioned the concept of social circulating capital well before I explain the word social I explain circulating capital because we already made that clear yesterday we spent quite a bit of time on this uh, that there are two sources of credit one is savings and the other is uh... clearing and uh... uh yeah, clearing and uh, uh, that's the source and what's the outlet? Where what is going to happen to credit once it is raised through these sources? Well, The short answer is savings go into fixed capital. Okay, savings directly go to fixed capital. And uh, the credit from clearing goes into circulating capital. And that's a bookkeeping distinction, but you have to keep it watertight. It's not admissible to cross uh, from one source to the wrong endpoint or the other way, because that is in the nature of the investment. If you want fixed capital, that means brick and mortar. And that's certainly not short term. Once you sink in uh, the funds into construction, it's, uh, let's say, is frozen. You can't withdraw it. It will accept a huge loss. So that's very important not to finance fixed capital with uh, uh, short-term credit such as you can raise through clearing Uh, and therefore actually uh, commercial banks have no business to go into the mortgage market. So, you know, when, <laughs> when you read about this uh, it, this subprime crisis, you wonder, well, even if it's not subprime, it's not legitimate. These are short-term funds which are entrusted to the bank, and they borrow, they borrow short-term from clients who deposit their money in the bank, And they lend it out 30 years mortgages. I mean that's not legitimate. Let alone subprime. This is just crazy. So anyhow, the whole picture is cockeyed. And uh, but going back to our topic. uh, The important distinction between fixed capital and circulating capital is that one is long-term and the other has to be short-term, because circulating capital means that uh, the Roman importance,